Father, we bless you. Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom evening everybody. How are you all doing? I believe you are all doing well. Wow, we bless God. We bless God. We bless God. All right, wherever you are right now, you want to lift up your voice and thank God for His grace, for His mercies. You want to lift up your voice and bless the name of the Lord for His protection over your life. You want to honor the Lord for his loving kindness and his tender mercies over your destiny lift up your voice begin to bless the lord begin to bless the lord mighty god we exalt you we give you praise we give you praise we give you all the glory thank you for your protection over the lives of your people we give you all the glory and the honor in the name of the Lord Jesus, Shabo Vereketaya, Shapapakata, Koshaple Kwasai, Vekrasole Mekata Bakaya, Ipanto Sokwa Tizabaya, Epatakrata Sakole Veshapaloa, Apampankaskizwa Zevedekratiapa, Ipanakatakatakatakapanakatush, Zakwase Grive Sopla Katua, Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. We give you glory. Thank you for your loving kindness and your tender mercies that are active in our lives. We give you praise and the honor. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Father, we exalt you. We give you praise. We give you all the glory for such a time as this in your presence. In the name of the Lord Jesus, this is the day that the Lord has made. Therefore, we will rejoice and be glad in it. We have come before thee, O God, to receive from your streams. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we pray that tonight your mercies will locate us. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, open the eyes of our understanding. Cause your word to come forth with power. For your word is already anointed that it will impart grace even to the listeners in the name of the lord jesus we bless you we give you all the praise in jesus precious mighty name amen hallelujah hallelujah all right all right all right We bless God for tonight. We bless God for tonight. I want to welcome all of you once again to this evening's session of the prophetic training. It is time that the Lord will train us even in His Word and in dimensions of His power. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. All right. All right. So wherever you are, I want to give you 
a chance to ask any question that you have pertaining to the things of God, to the scriptures, pertaining to the spirit realm on every side on every side any question that you have you can ask right now any question Any question? Any question? Let's flow. Let's flow. Let's flow right now. Any question you have about the things of God, about the scriptures, about um, the realms of the spirit, you can ask right now. I know many of you have questions, but more I think I have to get an online king. It's in the Why is it that you have questions but you don't want to ask? Is it the typing that is difficult for you? You see, hardly will you see men of God put a question before you that ask any question. Hardly you. Because most of them cry, they don't even know. Okay, Silas said, Praise God, prophet of God. I have a question. The difference between a prophetic grace and anointing. Wow, that's a very powerful question. This question, if I look into the thing critically, it is for the school of the prophets. But I'll try and touch on things um, so that at least everybody can have an understanding about it okay so now his question is what is the difference between prophetic grace and the prophet is it the prophetic grace and prophetic anointing or prophetic grace and anointing on its own which which one Okay, prophetic grace and prophetic anointing. All right. Now, when it comes to prophetic anointing, we need to um, have a certain understanding about it. You know, let me start from the prophetic grace. There are dimensions of manifestation um, that the Holy Ghost releases. When, when, when the Holy Ghost is actually standing he manifests in two main dimensions in the spirits and the souls of the one that he is in two main dimensions 
I didn't say two dimensions, I said two main. That means there are other dimensions, but the two main dimensions that the Holy Ghost manifests Himself through, even in man, is what we call the gifts of the Spirit. The gifts of the Spirit. And the second one is the anointing of the Spirit. And I've always explained that the gift actually is a sign or a symbol of the presence of the Holy Ghost in a man. So when we see somebody manifesting the giftings, it is a sign that, oh, the Holy Ghost is present in the person. So the presence of the Holy Ghost is the manifestation of gifts. But the power of the Holy Ghost is the flow of the anointing. So one is his presence, one is his power. Are you getting it? So the anointing actually is the power that is backing the gift. But aside the gift of the Spirit and the anointing of the Spirit, there are other dimensions also. They are known as graces. So when we read the book of Romans, chapter 12, Verse 6, the Bible said, Having then gifts different according to the grace that is given to us, whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith. So you see, giftings, we have giftings that differ from each other according to grace. So it is the grace that causes the gifts to differ. Are you getting it? So let's say we have about um, we have we have four prophets here right now, four prophets, and I told you that when you hear of the prophetic gift, the prophetic gift, it is we are actually talking about um, the human being as a prophet who is a gift in himself, and when we talk about a human being as a gift, that is a prophet. There are four main giftings of the prophetic. The first one is the gift of prophecy. The second one is the gift of word of knowledge. The third one is the gift of word of wisdom. And the fourth one is the gift of descending of spirits. Now, you, will ne- you, f- you can find a prophet that is having all these four gifts. But you can find other prophets that have only two or one. And the Bible said, these giftings differ from each other even among the same group of prophets as a result of the grace so you see, because of the grace that is upon a particular prophet, he has the capacity to walk in all the four gifts of the prophetic. But somebody also who is also a prophet has grace for only word of knowledge. So it, the type of grace that God gives you determines the gift that you will carry. Are you getting it? So when you even say prophetic grace, it is actually a broad term. You have not really defined it because the, what defines grace actually is the manifestation of specific giftings. I don't know if I get in the picture here. That is why I said this one. Oh, can you hear? Is it okay?
Is it okay now? So I said, this question is really for School of the Prophets because not everybody will understand. Because I've taught on this several times on School of the Prophets. So I'm just trying to do a, a quick recap of whatever I've taught. That is why. Um, so you have to understand that first, you have to understand the difference between prophetic gift and the prophetic grace. There are so many kinds of graces. But we have the prophetic grace. The prophetic grace actually is the capacity that God gives a prophet to flow in specific giftings of the prophetic. It is the capacity. So grace actually is a capacity that God gives to a personality that enables him to flow in specific giftings. So so there are some people, they have the capacity to have four gifts, all the four gifts in the prophetic ministry, which is the gift of prophecy, gift of word of knowledge, gift of word of wisdom, and gift of descending of spirits. Not all prophets have these, all these four. Some prophets have only one, but they are prophets. Some prophets have two, some have three. So the kind of giftings in the prophetic that you flow in can be traced to know the kind of the, the let me see the weight of prophetic grace that god has released upon you i don't know if i'm getting the picture here good because according to the book of romans chapter 12 verse 6 the bible said we have different gifts based on the grace that was given to us you get it so based on the grace that was given to us we have different gifts we can all be prophets though, but there are different gifts in the prophetic itself and it is the grace of God that is given to us that causes us to have different gifts the same applies to an evangelist if you are called as an evangelist there are certain giftings that are linked to the evangelistic ministry we have the healing we have the working of miracles we have the gift of faith so you see you can meet an evangelist that is having all these three you can meet an evangelist that is only having healing you can meet an evangelist that is also having two gifts all is based on grace the kind of grace that is given and do you know how grace comes when you read the book of james chapter 4 verse 6 7 8 the bible says that god he resists the proud and he giveth grace to the humble so it is by humility that we gain grace and how does a man become humble in the realms of the spirit humility is as a result of deeper knowledge and wisdom you can't just say i am humble no it doesn't work like that you need to know it is the it is as a result of the function of your knowledge and wisdom in the things of the spirit that causes you to be humble i'm telling you because there is a certain dimension of knowledge when it hits a man's spirit he will definitely go down anytime a man knows something and he's trying to lift his shoulder oh i know i know i know he doesn't know 
knowledge would never cause a man to come to that is why the bible said knowledge spoken in due season how good it is your ability to know something and wait till the time that you are supposed to declare it shows how humble you are let me explain what i mean and for you to understand how um, god gives grace listen to what peter said peter said grace and peace be multiplied unto you grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of the son of god second peter chapter 1 verse 2 second peter chapter 1 verse 2 listen to what peter said grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of god and of jesus our lord that means that when a man Peter said, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. So, what can cause grace to be multiplied in a man's life is through the knowledge. So, it is by knowledge that grace is multiplied or increased. And if you link these two scriptures, James 4, 6. James 4 6 the Bible also said but he giveth more grace when we are talking of more grace we are speaking of multiplication of grace God giveth more grace wherefore he said God resisted the proud but giveth grace unto the humble so God is it are you, are you can you all hear me please All right so god gives more grace and when we say more grace we are talking of multiplication of grace and peter said grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of god grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of god second peter chapter 1 verse 2 and god says that he gives more grace to the humble if more grace is multiplication of grace and multiplication of grace come through knowing the knowledge of god which is the knowledge of god and god gives grace to the humble then you link humility to knowledge the more you know the lord jesus christ the more humble you become and the more grace you receive and the more grace you receive the the more you walk you walk or work in let me see multiples of the giftings so you see you can see an evangelist that has more knowledge about christ in the prophetic he will be given grace to prophesy even though he's an evangelist you get it but when it comes to the prophetic anointing it is quite different from grace and gift 
because the prophetic anointing in its working is actually what releases the power of god upon the particular thing that the prophet is talking about let me explain now let's say i am a prophet all of a sudden my eyes have been opened and i'm seeing that somebody is having issues with bleeding at the moment and the person is bleeding profusely and the moment i saw the thing i said ah there is somebody here you are bleeding it started yesterday it has been continuous the lord said i should pray for you for you to be touched and be healed now listen to me the opening of the eyes of the prophet to decode the matter that the person was going through can be can be decoded from two main dimensions the first one can be it can be decoded from the gift and the second one it can be decoded from the anointing so you see when a man is working with prophetic gift he he can activate the giftings on his own and start seeing visions that is when he has grown in the giftings but when a man doesn't want to activate his giftings the anointing of the prophetic can come upon him at that moment and his eyes will be open so you see there are two main ways for your eyes to open to see things in the realm of the spirit the first one is by your gift and the second one is by the anointing the anointing is like when the holy ghost himself will come upon you with a, a prophetic kind of anointing and he will start showing you things i've talked this before on um during school of the prophets and i said it is one thing to see and another thing for something to be revealed to you so they are not the same are you with me that is why you are Odihunu 4 and Odi 4. They are not the same. Odihunu 4 is a seer. Odi 4 is a revelator. Somebody that things are revealed to. And for something to be revealed to a person, an anointing must come on the person. But the person who is just a seer can activate his prophetic gift inside him to see. Even though it has not been revealed to him by the Holy Ghost. They are the people that can say, okay, and they can look into the matter to see things because it is there in the spirit realm. They can use their ability to decode. You see? Good. But there are people on what them, those people who are who um, things are revealed to. The thing can be revealed to them at any time. Whether he's at the bathroom, whether he's at the washroom, at any place that he is, things can be revealed to him. Because it is the Holy Ghost that will come upon him immediately. And you see, there are times that when a prophet is prophesying, he can start with the gift to a point where the Holy Ghost, the prophetic anointing, can come upon him. And the moment the anointing comes upon the prophet, it will change his ministration quickly. His ministration will be, it will look like the piano. I don't know if you are getting the picture here. It comes upon you as a prophet. You 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 sense it. And when you are flowing, my God, it is on a certain level. 
because at that point it is being revealed being revealed being revealed being revealed so you have to understand this one that is why john the one that wrote the book of revelation is is not called a prophet he is known as john the revelator revelator so under normal circumstance Udifo is actually not a prophet Udifo is a revelator but you you will not see people talking about revelator revelator you don't know in fact in the times of old when they were saying a prophet a prophet a prophet they were actually not talking about somebody that sees visions no, 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 no. There was a difference between a prophet and a seer. A prophet was somebody that God's word would come upon his mouth and he would declare it immediately. But a seer was somebody that is always there looking into things in the realms of the spirit. So when we read, I think, First Samuel chapter, chapter 9, First Samuel chapter 9, verse 9 or so. Let me check. But it is in our time that we have we are now we call prophet. Yeah, first Samuel chapter 9, verse 9. First Samuel chapter 9, verse 9. If you have the King James Version, you can post it here. First Samuel chapter 9, verse 9. So you see, right now we have combined these two. When we say somebody is a prophet in our time, we understand it from a different perspective. Now listen to what the scripture said. If you have the King James, you can post that one. Let me read the let me first read the ESV and see what it says. It says, Formerly in Israel, when a man went to inquire of God, he said, Come, let us go to the seer. For today's prophet was formerly called a seer. Look at that. For today's prophet, in the end, they friend of prophet, you know, he was not formerly called a seer. Because it is a seer that can make inquiries. Pointed the scripture and the kind. He said, formerly in Israel, when a man wants to inquire of God, we need a seer. Because there were people that they don't see. The Holy Ghost will just come and you know he will move them to, to, to speak. He will move. And the come the actually means that the move of the spirit in a person's spirit to declare the words of God. And then you have There are prophets who don't see. That is what I'm trying to see. Some prophets are moved by the spirit of God to speak. They don't see. So those prophets are not called seers. But in our time, if you say a prophet, everybody thinks that is a person that can see visions. But it, in Israel, those times, near they were divided. They had a seer and they had a prophet. 
a prophet was somebody that God's spirit will come upon, he will declare the word. It, when you meet a prophet, now he cannot tell you anything unless the spirit of God comes upon him immediately. But a seer is somebody when you go because then he will close his eyes, then he will start looking into things for you. That is a seer. So you have to understand that people here now, there are prophets here now, they don't see. But we call all of them prophets. Because, and then, who will be actually, they say, I am called seer this. You don't see those things. We, we, we have classified all of them to be prophets. That is where the confusion has come. That is what the Bible said. In the, in, in the former times, when a person wanted to inquire of God, they need a seer. Because he's the one that will look into the matter. And he said, so right now, the person we call a prophet was formerly called a seer in those times. Because they were the people that we were making inquiries from. Are you getting the, the picture now? So let me show you something. The Bible said, For the prophecy did not come by the will of man. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 21. And look at this. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 21 the bible said for the prophecy came not in the old time by the will of man but holy men second peter good he said for prophecy never came by the will of man but holy men of god spoke as they were hot oh as they were hot i want somebody to to type what he said as they were hot for the prophecy as they were moved by the Holy Spirit into Hong Kong they were moved to declare they were moved and then they they are not the same this one is purely for school of the prophets so you need to know where you are if you know your, your dimension, it will help you. There are people, eh, when you bring them to a church and you give them microphone to prophesy, they can never prophesy. But let them sit down in a chair and do counseling for people to come. I'm telling you, they will go deeper into the destinies of people because they are seers. They sit down they need to sit down and get time and decode and dive into the realm of the spirit to to pick things and most of the times the seers they needed something physical that is from the person as a point of contact to to launch themselves into the spirit realm yes most of the times So you get it let's understand these things it will help us so the prophetic anointing comes upon a man for him to move in a strong dimension of the prophetic and listen the prophetic anointing can one one of the signs of the prophetic anointing is this is this 
it can it comes upon a man and leaves listen to it carefully it comes upon you and leaves are you getting it when it comes upon you it will manifest and it will leave so the prophetic anointing can come upon anybody i mean anybody who doesn't even have the gift of the prophetic at the same time it can also come upon somebody who is already a prophet and has the gifts of the prophetic so let let us not confuse ourselves with this one there are people when you wake them up from sleep and you tell them to prophesy because the gift is already there it has become like an ability they can they can easily prophesy no matter what the matter because it is a gift and they have grown the gift but there are some people when you just call them say come and prophesy unless the prophetic anointing comes upon them and the prophetic anointing doesn't just come because it is the holy ghost who has come to fulfill an assignment that will bring that anointing You have to understand that one so the gift is an ability inside the soul of a man that the holy ghost gives but the anointing the holy ghost releases it upon the man for a specific purpose after that purpose has been achieved it will go so every gift that we see in the bible there is an anointing for it we have the healing gift and the healing anointing they are not the same the healing anointing can just come upon a handkerchief you can place it upon a sick person and the person can be healed but the handkerchief doesn't have a healing gift because the gift is something that must be in the soul of a man i don't know if you are getting the picture healing gift can never come upon a handkerchief but healing anointing can come upon a handkerchief because the anointing comes to perform a specific assignment but the gift is like a chedi and media chili pan. You grow it. I don't know if you are getting the picture. Good. Good. If you have this understanding, it will help you. So you can prophesy with the giftings and prophesy with the anointing. But when you are prophesying and the prophetic anointing comes upon you, it will change the prophet. You will know that something is on you. Some of the prophets you can look at them, look is this person a man? Because the kind of dimension the Holy Ghost will take him, he himself he can be shocked. Because he knows that his giftings have not grown to that level. But the holy the prophetic anointing can move him to a realm based on what the Holy Ghost wants to fulfill. Okay, somebody said, please. That is the reason why they worship sound to prophesy. Some of them, yeah, it is just for the prophetic anointing to come upon them. Sure. Okay. The Kepri said that you have an interesting question from what you just touched on. Of course, if you can ask, you can ask. I knew this thing would turn to a prophetic teaching right now because of the first question that came.
Okay, Prince, I'm, I'm waiting for your question. Any other question? I hope, Silas, you've understood what I've, I've just said. Somebody said, please, when is the next school of the prophets? This Saturday. This Saturday, exactly 7 p.m. Prince said, why is it easy for handkerchiefs and, and things to receive impartation and be used, but humans take a while after laying, laying on of hands? Good. You know, one of the things you have to understand about impartation is that when it comes to human beings, there's so many things that can be imparted. You can't impart gift to a handkerchief, but you can impart gift to a man. And one thing about giftings is that giftings are like, impartations are like you are releasing a seed into a person. It must be grown. You get it? It must be cultivated to a point where it grows. So if you, you can't impart, the reason why you can't impart gift into a handkerchief is that what will allow that gift in the handkerchief to grow in fact it won't click it is like trying to bring um, um magnet close to a plastic nothing moves because they are totally different dimensional beings you get it good paul made a statement he said i long to be with you that i might impart into you some spiritual gifts so that you will be strong the impartation of anointing is different from the impartation of a gift we can so when it comes to human beings you can impart gifts you can impart anointing you can impart even grace yes you can impart grace you can imp, you can impact a whole lot of things somebody can somebody has the grace to walk in purity he can lay hands on you and impart that thing to you from that time you realize that your appetite for for sexual stuff will start reducing you feel like hiding you feel like praying alone by the time you realize there's a demand on your soul because of a certain um, hand that came upon you and sometimes you program this you go to a man that that has the grace for that sometimes those people that have grace for purity they are fasting machines they can fast because purity moves mostly with fasting it, you can go to it, it, most of the men of God that like fasting power, they are the people that normally preach about purity. So you go to the man of God, I don't know, but I am a young minister, but I don't know. My waist, my waist is always moving merry-go-round. I can't stop it. Man of God, please help me. My zip, I cannot close it. Man of God. <laughs> you don't you have not been there before. Eh? I remember one man of God said, one of his sons came to him. He's a serious man of God. One of his sons, a very serious prophet. He entered his father in the Lord's office and said, the moment he entered into the office, nah, nah, he just removed all his clothes. And his father said, ah, son, what is it? He said, daddy, can you see me? He said, yes, I can see you. What's the matter? He said, daddy, every part of me obeys God. But this part, only this part, that he's pointing to something. Only this part, me who they mean that they cut it, <laughs> that they cut it and throw it away. 
Some people are dying, you know, you don't know. <laughs> we should cut the decision. You have not been under the control of last spirit to a point where you hate your own self. That I'm telling you, it's a dangerous thing. Yeah. And his father in the Lord was a fasting machine. He said, Daddy, I need, I need, impart me with the grace to live pure. The guy, the father said, Okay. Go and fast for 40 days and come. The guy went to fast. Lord, grace to live pure. Grace to live pure. Grace to live pure. On the 40th day, he came to the Father in the Lord. The man laid hands. He said, my father, as I lay hands on my son, I impart into him the grace to live a pure life. Then the guy went back home. After the fasting now, 40 days now, he's supposed to now eat he can't eat anymore every time he's inside the room praying he continued 60 days he was still in fasting 70 days he's still in fasting his life started changing he changed his sim card all the ladies that were calling him were, were not getting him again a new dimension of him started so you see, you can impart grace. There are some people, they have a certain grace for long life. This is the main reason why you need to understand. Yes, Prophet Nana said, He has the grace for purity. But if you go close to you, you realize that the man is a fasting machine. Right now, as I'm talking to you, he's doing 70 days. 70 days of power. <laughs> fasting. The least days I've ever seen this man fast is 21. 70 days, 150, 100. Hey! So people like this, when they are talking about purity, you look, you look, the way when you look at it, you look like they are angels. Hey! It is because they can fast. It is a grace. I'm telling you, it is a grace. You need that grace, oh. And that grace can be imparted. But when, you, that, when that grace is imparted onto you, for you to sustain that grace, it comes with sacrifices. Because to receive is very different from to sustain. Many people receive their testimony, but they couldn't sustain it. And for you to sustain that grace, you need to sacrifice. You see, so and so forth. Things like aprons, handkerchiefs, and those things, what is actually imparted into them is anointing. And the anointing is the power of the Spirit. So the Holy Ghost will pass through that token. The Holy Ghost is not in the thing. A lot of people are making mistakes. You see, those people that fight against prophetic direction, that is what they say. Look at this nonsense and ignorance. We are not saying God is in the thing. God is manifesting his power through the thing. It does not mean his presence is in the thing. I told you that giftings actually are the manifestation of the presence, and the, the anointing is a manifestation of the power. The, even the Holy Ghost himself, Nankasan, he is a gift. 
The Holy Ghost Himself is a gift. And inside the gift, there are gifts. We have to understand it this way. Things that we normally call inanimate are the things that receive the anointing, the power of God for a specific assignment. God can use a stone. God, He can use a stone to fulfill His assignment. His, his, his power will come upon the stone. He is not the one inside the stone. His power is the only thing that has come upon the stone. And the power of God is not the presence of God. They are different. They are very different. Understand this one. The baker and the bread are not the same. The baker and the bread are not the same. It is the same as the power and the presence. They are not the same. So if you are always after the bread, we that are after, that is why, you see, as for the bread, you can put the bread in your, um, in your small bag. But you cannot put the whole baker in your bag. Are you getting it? The baker, actually, we are, when we speak of the baker, we are not talking about the presence. And that is when the personality comes in. But when we are talking about the bread, we are talking about what the baker can do. The ability, the power of the baker is the bread. So are you getting it? So all these handkerchiefs, aprons, anything, anything, God can let his power come upon anything. Including ah, Jesus spat on the ground, he makes the spittle with the sand. Jesus is not in it. It is his power that is what that was in it. And what, what happened? The eyes of the blind man got opened. In it, God can use anything to manifest his power. Anything. But his presence cannot stay in just anything. Did you get it? Good. Good. All right. Any other question? Any other question? Any other question? Okay. Gideon Doche, God bless you. Okay. Prince said, If I see visions and do not understand them, what do I do, please? You know, there are a whole lot of things to do before you, you can get to a place of understanding in your visionary experiences. And I think. Um, this one please kindly give me a few seconds I'll be, I'll be back soon a few seconds 
Okay, okay, okay. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. All right, so, um, Prince, you said that how would you understand the visions that you will get? You get, you know, um, there are so many processes you have to go through, and um, I think at this one day I need to um, teach this one on School of the Prophets because if I start right now, it will become some way, you know. The first point is that you need to grow your fellowship with the Holy Ghost. You know, one of the things about the prophetic from the beginning stages, you can see plenty of things you will never get interpretation for them. But if you are very sensitive in the spirit, you would have to, yes, you can see plenty of things you will never get interpreted because the way of interpretation is crooked. It is not straight because spiritual things are not always, you know, the same everywhere. You can see a tree in the spirit right now. Today, the next day you can see another tree and they have different meanings. But there is a tree that you saw. So see, it depends on the specific kind of thing that the Lord is showing you and the kind of interpretation he will give the more you grow in the prophetic the more um, things become very easy you get it so sometimes there are people they can see visions clearly and they can so most of the times when people don't really have understanding into the visions they can just declare what they have seen Say, I don't know but I'm seeing something like this I don't really get it I don't know, but I just saw something like this. We pray that if it is something negative, God should destroy it. If it is something good, God should, we pray that the hand of the Lord will let it come to pass. Basically, that is how we do things. But after saying it that way, you go back in prayer and say, Lord, show me the way of interpretation. As for this prayer, every day pray. Every day. Let it be your prayer. Every day. Pray concerning this sign every day there are times you will see something the moment you see the thing something will drop in your thought and that which has dropped in your thought is actually the interpretation to it when you the more you grow you have this you have all those kind of experiences maybe you just saw a car then something dropped in your mind that ah god is about to give somebody a car here maybe you just saw a car because seeing a car only is nothing no it is a vision though, but without interpretation, it can't be applied. You see, so maybe you saw a car. So right now you don't know whether somebody is about to get a car, or somebody is about to buy a car, or somebody's car is about to get an accident, or it is about a car. But the more you pray, the more your, your mind becomes tuned to the Holy Ghost and he will drop the interpretation in your mind gradually but if you continue to grow in your visions you get to a point where you realize that it was not only just a car that God was trying to show you but God was trying to show you what was going to happen to the car in full so the main reason why sometimes interpretation becomes difficult is because we saw the vision in part 
all, we did not pick the full vision that God was trying to show. Because when you grow in the prophetic to your point where the visions like are full or fully revealed to you, the visions actually interpret themselves. You will see everything. And at that point, you just declare what you are seeing and it is true. You don't really need any interpretation. It is like watching a movie from beginning to the end. You don't need somebody else sitting close to you to tell you oh, what you have watched. That is what it means. That is what no. But let's say you just came to meet one scene. You say, ah, what is happening? Then somebody who has already watched it will tell you that oh, this is what happened though, and I will see it, and I will see now. But if you are able to watch the movie from head to toe, you don't need anybody to interpret. You will know everything. So we're looking at only just one part of the vision is the reason why we need interpretation from a different source outside the vision when i say outside the vision i'm not saying that somebody else should come and interpret no but because you did not see the full glimpse of the vision that god was trying to give you god must speak it to to you not through visions but through a different dimension to interpret what you saw I don't know if you are getting the picture here. Good. But the more you grow in the prophet, the more you grow in your visions. I told you, I told school of the prophets, there are 12 main kinds of spiritual eyes that must be opened in your prophetic work as a prophet. There are 12 eyes that must be opened in your prophetic work. Every prophet knows in a level based on baby and a near beer drew every prophet that is a seer you get it good and where your eyes have opened to will determine how interpretation of visions come to you because sometimes you can see something and you don't know whether it has happened or it is happening or it is yet to happen all that you know is that you have seen it so you don't even know and I've always said this, if you're a young prophet and you see something like that, don't mostly say it in the past or in the present. Mostly use it in the form of the future things. God is going to do this. God is going to, the person will say, oh yes, um, I have it. Oh, you are going to get a, a blue-black car. The person will say, oh, I just bought a blue-black car. It's beautiful. You see, when you try to make the thing in the future and the person says, oh, it has already happened. It is nice. But you just, if the thing is yet to happen and you say, ah, God has given you a blue black car, the person says, no, I don't have any blue black car. It will look like you are wrong. You are, you are trying to guess. But meanwhile, you saw the thing. So anything you see that you don't know the time that that thing is actually manifesting, shift it to the future. It will help you. Because if you say God is going to give you a blue black car and the person has not received any blue black car, you are actually still on point. But if you say God has given you a blue black car and the person has not received any blue black car, it will look like you are trying to ocean control. Meanwhile, it is not, you know. So as a young, that is why many people don't like young prophets. Because if you are a young prophet, they are not. If you don't get somebody to mentor you in a good way, oh bread, 
and most of these young prophets that they don't like mentorship they don't like mentorship they want to be seen on posters quickly when you see to be a shit then i bet you get to get to you know and i'm not just the bureaucrat mike no jina no jina on him see always try to be mentored yes it will help you i think mandy asked a certain question okay okay oh somebody said somebody said yes i used to see my female siblings with fish but any of them that i i will see tends to get pregnant look at that you see the meaning of what is god is trying to show Okay. Any other question? Any other question? Okay, Aku said, please the prophets that lie about speaking the mind of god can they be punished for that that one is in the hands of god we dear you can't say anything that one is in the hands of god when a prophet says god said and god has not said you have to first decode whether he's a prophet from god or somebody that is not a prophet and one of the problems that many of us you see we have to understand this when somebody says god he has not said really he has not really said anything no god understand that one somebody says god he has not he has not said anything what is god but when somebody says the lord jesus christ he is now talking about our genuine savior so if he uses the name the lord jesus christ in an unrighteous way he will pay for that that one it is the lord jesus christ that will handle the matter but if somebody says god said which god is he talking about because god is not the only god that is and in fact the name god is not the name of god <laughs> okay, let me say god is not the name of our god our god has a name it is not god God is not a name. It's like saying it is like saying human being. Human being is not anybody's name. It is a classification of certain kind of creature. So if they sell their prophecies can God take the prophetic gift from them? No. Gift cannot be taken. The gift can never be taken but it can grow weak or let me say the sharpness of the gift can go down i didn't say will go down it can because there are people who are selling their prophecies and they are still prophesying 
their giftings are still sharp. So it depends on the person. It's a no wonder some people use it to manipulate people because they know God will never take it away. That's so sad. And so you believe, as a believer, you also need, that is what you see, our problem is this. Eh? We believers, we don't grow. The same Holy Ghost that has given that prophet a gift, he's inside you. And he's the one that is the custodian of the giftings. He can tell you about your future, but you don't want to listen from him. You want to listen from a prophet. That is why the prophet will always lift his shoulders and make himself look like he's bigger than you. Even though you need to respect him because of the office that God has given him. You need to respect him and honor the grace of God on his life. But you have to understand this. There are people... When a prophet prophesies to them, they will say, yes, I know. How did you know? The Holy Ghost inside me told me. If you are very sensitive, you will realize that every prophetic word that will come to you from an external source must actually be a confirmation of what the Holy Ghost has already told you. If it is about, man of God, I want to marry, who should I marry? And you are going to see a prophet. You are adding another job or another work to a prophet's assignment that was not originally there. Because God has given you that ability to know who you are supposed to marry by the Holy Spirit in you. Because there are many of us, anything we want to ask a prophet, anything we want to ask a prophet. And you see, in this world, naturally speaking, if you keep giving somebody a particular assignment, on any time he's the one doing this, he's the same person writing this, he's the same person going to the market to get this, he's a, a certain thought will come to his mind that then they will start lifting themselves. That is where pride will start. You see? That is why we give prophets room to do what God has called them to do. Sometimes the enemy has stolen our marriages. You have been praying. And at this point, you realize that the altar that stole your marriage, your prayer life has not gotten to the point of breaking that altar. So God can link you to a prophet because God called prophets first to destroy, to break, and to uproot the works of the enemy and later build and plant so most of the reasons why many people go to see prophet is that what the devil has already planted in their lives the prophet by reason of the anointing of god on them will break it that is the point here because god has specifically anointed prophets with a certain oil that you the believer you might not have and that oil is the one that can break that altar in your family that you were born into you don't have that oil to break it because you are not a prophet so you go but the one to marry the holy ghost is inside he can tell you he can tell you to order your steps well he, he can tell you that somebody is trying to have a certain issue with you so when the person comes and do 
prepare, you have actually fulfilled what the Holy Ghost wanted you to do. And trouble you have you have settled the matter by obeying the voice of the Holy Ghost. But we are not following what the Holy Ghost is telling us. Some of you I don't understand. And that is why most of these prophets are taking advantage. Because you any simple thing you are calling a prophet to ask him, what is the purpose of the Holy Ghost inside you? What is the purpose? When we tell you fast and pray so that you will know more of the Holy Ghost fellowship with him, you won't. So you have not fasted, you have not prayed though, and troubles are always coming upon you, and you are going to see prophets every day. They will take your money now. Before you come and see me, you have to pay 50,000 Ghana cities. You see, you see the issue here? And so on, so now, on consort, on consort, and if you're not problem, new coin. Whether God will punish them or not, leave them to God. <laughs> it is your matter that we are talking about here. So forget about what God would do to them and focus on your own. Not all prophets will tell you what I'm telling you. Because a divo be brain person. I'm telling you, a lot of prophets want to do that. So I know prophet that have slept with people's wives. <laughs> they are genuine prophets from God, but they couldn't control themselves. They have slept with people's wives, and they have bonk of one and okasa. I mean, I mean, if I make hey, all because the woman cannot give birth. Any other It's a devilish thing. Sometimes it is either the person has always said holy spams. The bit my basse prophet nana unemwa konwashen ma enoyesa. The bit miswa basse umfina me. If you never prophet on bear sunny name Understand that. The fact that the prophet slept with somebody's wife does not mean he's an occultic pastor. If you are if you say those things, na and yes, Hong Kong will have a problem with you, even though the man did what he was not supposed to do. I'm telling you. That is one of the main reasons why I, I saw for life. You know, don't talk about it. Leave them to God. It is God. The pastor has gone to sleep with somebody's wife. Hey, you are not the one. God has not called you to settle matters between pastors. Somebody said, Please say, I want to know without the Holy Spirit, can you walk in the anointing, especially when God, when called by God? The anointing himself is now is the Holy Ghost. The anointing is the Holy Ghost.
There is nothing you, a human being, can do for God outside the Holy Ghost. It's a lie. I'm telling you, you can't do anything for God outside the Holy Ghost. Because He's the only one that God is using as a, as, um, as a marking scheme. So, when you do something and we check the Holy Ghost, and He was the one that permitted you, God will give you a reward for that. But if you do anything outside the Holy Ghost, you don't have anything from God. It is a waste. He's like a marking skin. You have a reward over there. That is why if the Holy Ghost has not told you to do anything and you do it, it is a waste of time. There are many people giving money, building houses for orphans, doing this for this, doing this for this. God will not be the one to reward them. It is the universe that will reward you. It is not something that the Holy Ghost has told you to do. Many of us must understand this. You can't tell me that an unbeliever is building houses for orphans so he will go to heaven. Where did you read that from the Bible? That the person does not believe in God. Muslims, don't they do um, a salad? Don't they share meat and those kind of things? There are people who are working with normal human philosophies, doing good to others is also a good thing. Doing this, doing this, doing this is good. And they are doing it. They are not Christians. Their good will not take them to heaven. Listen to that. It is not written anywhere in our Bible. Their good can pave way for them in this natural. Even when they die and they don't, they don't receive the blessings, it will go to their children. It can protect them from some evil things, but it will never take them to the abode of God because there is no God inside their heart. When I say God, I'm talking about the Holy Ghost because they have not believed in the Lord Jesus. Boldness said, all right, say, but I don't feel his presence in me. Why? I pray to, you know, you are not necessarily supposed to feel the presence of the Holy Ghost. You can feel but it is not all the time that you feel. In fact, very few times will you feel that. Very few times. We serve God with faith, not our feelings. We believe that He is already in us. We believe. Because we receive the Lord Jesus Christ. We believe that He is in us. We don't feel that He is in us. If it is by feelings there, then the enemy can get us. Because there are times you will never feel anything. And that it does not mean that God has left you. Okay, Prince said, Daddy, I saw my daddy having an issue with the police months ago and today and told him to pray about it, but it still happened. What did I not do right or what was I supposed to do? You see, matters like this, you need to present it to an anointing that is greater you get it especially let me just say it this way <clears throat> when that is why many people have dreams and still it happens even though it was it was a bad dream but they saw it and still it happened and most of the times when you dream about something that is negative more than once 
don't say i am praying about it go and look for somebody greater than you in the anointing and present the matter to the person because the first time you saw it you prayed it has come again you have prayed it has come again it means your prayer has not gotten to a certain level that has the sharpest anointing to break it present it to somebody that is higher in the faith that is how things work sometimes your own dream cry you it will be difficult for you to interpret you need somebody that is greater in the faith to interpret it for you that is interpretation You get it? That is one of the main reasons why we have fathers in the Lord. So that they can help us with some things. There are things you can do by your own self. There are certain things to you need another person higher in the faith to handle them for you. Yes. So you have to understand it that way. Okay. Ako said... I feel like when it comes to spiritual gifting, God is not fair because I know a man that can drink alcohol like water and can still preach and prophesy when sober. Yet I've been praying for a discernment spirit for years and still praying about it. <laughs> hey, you have let my son Prince laugh. <laughs> God is very fair. God is very fair. I think if you were here, you would have understood what I said. You know, giftings. Giftings, first thing you have to understand is that we don't just pray for a gift. We desire gift. Mm? We don't just pray for gift. We desire. And every desire we have, we must have a knowledge attached to that. And a heart of love. So listen, Paul said, by love desire spiritual gifts by love so there are many people who are praying for the, their eyes to be open it is called the gift of descending of spirit but if you ask them why do you want this gift that is the reason it will never come but when you meet a man that knows and want to and have love Ah, sorry, accident. Oh Jesus, You see, this kind of person is having some kind of love in his or her heart. And when the person is desiring that gift, it will take some time, but it will come. It will come. So first, you have to understand the gift that you are desiring. And what you can use that gift to do for God, not for yourself. There are many people who are at Akia Mountains right now praying, fasting that their eyes will be open. All because they want to they want to also go and prophesy to some politician so that he will give them some money to buy a house, mansions. So they are trying to use God's gift for their own gains. It will never come. I'm telling you, it will never come. That is why many people are still not gifted. Meanwhile, giftings are very easy to, to pick. Very easy. 
very very easy to pick any gift you are praying for that you have not yet received it is not god you are the one check yourself very very well maybe there is something you are lacking oh it's true it is not god though it is not god you are the one check check sometimes you look into yourself now you every time you are the only one that is right the you are, you are, the right nobody corrects you it will never come god wants you to deal with that thing before that gift is released so you are praying for the thing though but when god looks into your heart and see pride because of the gift in the mawa now uncle paul man i was a wow the gift in the blessing woman oh beside the aha woman so it will not come i'm telling you even the good people who had who had genuine heart for the things of god when they received the gift in the devil found ways and means to plant seeds of pride in them how much more so you see a certain young man was praying to god for patience or bomb person i mean he said god i need patience and i need it now i need it now <laughs> Look at that kind of prayer. I need patience and I need it now. So he was not even patient in the prayer and he needs patience. You see, that is really a sign that this person will never get patience. So you see, let's have understanding into all these things. Any gift that you are praying to God for, we don't just pray for gift, we desire gift. It is the desire that will launch you to moments that you will know that it is not only prayer, you can fast. And I'm telling you, if you want your desire can grow and it can reduce. It can grow to a, a, a strong point and it can also reduce and be weak. So if you are desiring God, for, like desiring a certain gift, now two weeks, two weeks, it will never come. When you see some of us, when we watch men of God prophesy those times, you a certain um, classroom block on campus called the G block. Yeah, connected Wi-Fi. Go for sure there a cons. Ne go for sure histopathology near the near share prophets. Then we are desiring gifts. Oh Lord, that your giftings will be will grow in us. That will be will be a blessing to people. That will be a blessing to people. That we are just watching prophetic videos and we are increasing our desires. So you want to see visions, but you are not connected to anybody that see visions. How do you think your desire will grow? How do you think your desire will grow? You want to you want God to open your eyes, but you don't know anybody that that has his eyes opened that you are connected to. 
you are not desiring for anybody's giftings, anybody's you don't get you don't understand it will not come that is the matter here so if you are desiring for any gift gift of faith gift of working of miracles any kind of gift look for a man or look for men of god that walk in those giftings honor them and watch how they manifest those giftings and desire that gift desire 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 and you know we desire through love because you can desire something lastfully you can desire something for your own good i'm telling you that many people praying for their eyes to be open for their own plans or matra to her <laughs> Someone say, Ah, Charlie, you see a partner. Yes, I mean, come say me you deal for any day. If I go to Achia and stay there for two years, Pa Charlie, me see from the name of the year, ah, me see from Achia by one year time. Me ma sorry na a pija. Me unko fwa bem. Na say me say by two years time, me see fi. But say they say that is the plan. I will not attract her into a quarter for two years. You will die there. You will die there. <laughs> Because everything, every reason why you are desiring that gift is for your house, for your car, for just it. And some of them can go to me counseling, sana nice lady be banner or your cocona and who me, then the three me be baby ah challenge no one say make canafa no my warren and let you say ah see Ayaka. And let me tell you, if you meet certain prophets, now be or my dream who near my woman. One way I will embassy. Because hey, into a moon in a puff, Yamia was a home. So selfish. There is nothing like God in their plans. There is nothing like the kingdom of God in their plans. They are using the gift for themselves. I'm telling you. Boldness said that the place on the month of April, there was a particular week I dreamt and saw myself with Nanado Dankwa twice, but didn't get it. Pray more about it. Pray more about it. You see, one of the things that we have to do, we don't dare spirits. I'm telling you, we don't dare them. You see, we are living our lives like try your luck. We are living by chance. We dare spirits. Lord, if you are the one that is revealing this to me, show me again, but this time make it clear. I want to pick it. And fire prayer. Definitely, definitely, if it is God, He will really. Okay, can you hear me?
all right all right sorry um i had an emergency call so i had to talk to all right all right all right so um please which question was i answering um okay so i have desired for the gift of tongue speaking for about three years now but still daddy please why he said daddy please my friend said she saw a white cloth and her head on her head and was praying on a mountain please what does it mean she's here with me okay <laughs> i see Okay, Samuel also said that please, if you see a man of God in your dream, lay hands on your head. What does it mean? I think I've answered this question several times. I've said that sometimes it is not really the man of God, it might be an angel that is using the face of somebody you honor and respect to minister to you in your dream and there are times that god is also trying to communicate to you that the same level of ministration and grace that that man of god is walking in is what he will cause you to walk in also so you need to have understanding into pray 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 many of you have always realized that when you get a dream or you see something you don't pray about it for long you just say lord i don't know but i'm praying oh lord then you leave the matter and go and you are looking for the interpretation elsewhere let me tell you i want to be plain with you most of the times when things come to you and the holy ghost inside you is able to give you the interpretation as a result of your prayer you understand it better than when somebody else is communicating the thing to you i'm telling you that is why your growth with your growth with the holy ghost is, is very very important because if every dream you are getting you are you want somebody else to interpret for you will never grow you will never grow what if you call the person and the person is not answering and the thing is supposed to manifest the following um, maybe two hours time what will you do and it's a negative thing what will you do you need to grow you need to grow Are you getting it so you see it is better for somebody to teach you how to fish than for the person to always give you fish to eat yes so it is better to say man of god how do i get interpretation to my dreams then i will start telling you that you have to start fellowshipping with the holy ghost pray more study the scriptures more because let me tell you there is no interpretation of dreams and visions that is outside the scriptures if you are somebody that is finding it very difficult to study the scriptures it will be very difficult for you to interpret your dreams and visions i'm telling you the truth because there are many things 
we see in dreams or visions that have their exact um, interpretation in the Bible. In the Bible. And it will help you. The Bible talks much more about serpents, about snakes. So when you see a snake in your dream, you can decode its meaning from the Bible based on how you were relating to that snake in your dream. You have not read any scripture about a serpent in the Bible, but you are trying to look for another interpretation elsewhere. That is when deception mostly sets in. Because any answer that the person gives you, believe it. Meanwhile, it might not be in alignment to scripture. You see what, are you getting what I'm saying? Not all prophets will tell you this, oh, because some of them will say, oh, you dreamt, you saw this, okay, this is what it means. Tomorrow you get a dream, you come, he will tell you, what, what he's doing to you, you, you don't know. But you are helping him, and you are troubling your own self. Because if he's always catching fish for you to eat, the day he's not around, you will starve and die. But if he teaches you how to fish when he's not around, you can go to the riverside yourself and catch fish and eat. That is why here we don't just prophesy. We teach also. We pray. We don't just come here to say, what is God saying? Whilst you have closed the Bible. What kind of voice of God is greater than the scriptures? You get it? You might not like what I'm saying, you know, but I'm helping you. I'm helping you. And some of you, the problem is where you go to church, where you fellowship. They are always preaching one particular pre- um, preaching. Stop sin and go to heaven. If you miss heaven, what will you do? If you miss rapture, what will you do? If that is not the message we are supposed to be preaching to the church, let them grow. What kind of just say all these things you? So, as a believer, you are in church. The only thing you are thinking about is trying to run away to go to heaven. And you have forgotten that there is an immediate life you are supposed to live here on this earth now. If heaven is where you want to go, you can go and hide in your room and say, God, kill me. I want to be in heaven right now. Take my life. Then you go and die. Why is it that the day we received the Lord Jesus Christ, we did not disappear and appeared in heaven? We have an assignment to fulfill on this earth. And we need to know deep things about our assignment and walk in the fulfillment of it. That is why your pastor must also teach you how to start a business and focus it on the kingdom dimension. I'm telling you, he must teach you business dimensions. Kingdom, kingdom finance. The, the pastor must teach you. 
how to grow your finances according to the kingdom way. He must teach you how to sow seed. He must teach you how to invest. He must teach you how to save. All these things are different dimensions of getting wealth. Any pastor that is only teaching you how to save money, he's doing you a great harm. Because savings only is not the way to make wealth. There is investment, there is savings, there is giving, there is sowing, there is sacrificing. All these dimensions of kingdom wealth are different. You need to pay your tithe, all these kind of things. You need to know. Don't let anybody force you. Have understanding into these things. I'm telling you. You yourself have understanding. Hmm? In the times of old, when the church meets, everybody brings what they have got from maybe their um, businesses. They will put everything together and they share it equally among themselves. So nobody was having greater than another. So I have a land. I'll go and sell the land and bring the money. They will share the money among themselves. That is what Ananias and Sapphira did. That they wanted to put the money in their pockets. And God killed them. Hey! So if God was killing us because of... Akula <laughs> Because software I'm telling you, we are too selfish. Yes. We are in church, we are all praying. Somebody is trying to fall under the anointing. You are close to where the person is. We are too selfish. And that is one of our problems. May God help us. May God give us grace and keep us strong. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Alright, God bless you all and keep you all strong. We will surely meet once again this night. said she wanted to be prophesied to and you called her friend so she's angry who is that who got angry oh, oh it's not on this page eh? oh yes that one there people are selfish in church they are always thinking of themselves. Sanya Omne Kuyo before Frodia. Please, I said the share butter. If you have it, we uploaded the um, lunch prayer fire this afternoon. 
you can go and download it on the Podbean and forward it to the latter part. That was when I prayed over the token. After you have listened to that, you will know the instructions that were given. Alright, then you will know what to do. If you want to support the work of God, the number is 0240-312-551. 0240-312-551. Keep supporting the work of God and the Lord will be a great blessing to your life. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Join us this night at exactly 12 a.m. GMT, um, 8, 8 p.m. EST, as we enter into a moment of prayer on priesthood time. The Lord will do amazing things. Every demonic authority will die. Every witchcraft manipulation will go down. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. The Lord bless you all and keep all of you strong. If you want to be a a partner of this ministry send me a message on whatsapp 0240312551 0240312551 just send me a text on whatsapp and i will show you how to go about things and the covenant partners we meet every saturday 3 30 p.m and we pray and the lord himself declares his word upon our lives don't miss it be a be a partner of this ministry. Be a partner of this ministry. The Lord will be a great blessing to your life. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. The Lord bless you all. We will surely meet this night at exactly 12 a.m. for priesthood time. Shalom. Bye-bye. Because you are not